welcome to the True Logic, the podcast edition, the place where we talk about trends, news, and insights for businesses and individuals who want to succeed in digital marketing. Join our host, SEO expert and certified mama's boy, Burn Sun One, as he gives you insights on digital marketing fundamentals, tips and best practices, and easy conversations with industry experts about the latest trends and happenings in the digital world. Let's get started. Let's talk about careers, specifically yours. Digital marketing, uh, and so this is a bit of a, you know, shameless plug. Digital marketing is a very in-demand career for, for those of you that, that weren't aware. And, and there are lots of jobs that you can apply for, and I'm going to talk about some of them in, in this podcast. But take, for example, did you know that the total number of vacancies in digital marketing and digital marketing-related jobs in the Philippines alone is in five digits. Amazing. And that's also considering the fact that, you know, five digits worth of vacancies and not a single graduate, not a single person will graduate BS social media, BS community manager, BS SEO, right? Not, not a single person will, will graduate from college with a diploma in digital marketing. Yes, you can get certifications from outside, but nobody will graduate from college with a digital marketing degree. The, the global shortage, uh, as of my last reading, I, I used to say there were about 160,000 digital marketing vacancies globally. I think the figure has been updated to about 230,000 digital marketing vacancies globally, right? Like that's insane. And digital marketing as an industry continues to grow at a compounded annual growth rate of about 32.1%, like all the way till, till 2028. So from today to 2028, it's estimated that the industry will still grow by 32.1%. In the Philippines alone, if I'm not mistaken, in 2022, I think it grew by about 16%, uh, which is huge, right? And the total number of internet users are expected to balloon to 6 billion by 2027. So the demand for skilled digital marketers uh, are soaring. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the top digital marketing careers that are out there. What's required to, to get through and not really an interview, but you know, what do you need to know in order to get a job? What skills do you need? And how do you kickstart your career in digital marketing? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the True Logic DX podcast. And today we're going to talk about digital marketing careers, your digital marketing career. So digital marketing is one of those fields that is really super fast growing, right? It's, it's extremely fast growing. I'm not even counting, by the way, the number of vacancies. I'm not even counting the total number of freelance jobs that are available out there, right? And it, and it's huge. And it's one of the fastest growing because during the years of the lockdown, I must have seen at least six Australian companies enter the market. I've seen a lot of global brands take their digital marketing arms to, to the Philippines, like put their digital marketing operations into the Philippines. And I've seen, you know, the competition for True Logic. We've never had so much competition. Yet in spite of the fact that there are more competitors in the field, we never feel nervous about, about our position because it seems like what we used to talk about seven years ago is still true today. The demand in the market 
is just so much larger than what the total number of professionals can address. And this is why it's such a fast-growing field. With, with a growing number of jobs in digital marketing um, and its seemingly limitless amount of opportunities, it's a, in my opinion, it's a great career choice. Uh, and of course, I'd say that. <laughs> but let's talk about it in depth in this episode. So what's digital marketing in a nutshell? Uh, so digital marketing in a nutshell is about bringing online customers to your clients or your customers' actual physical establishment or their online establishment. So it's about audience generation and customer generation, right? Like that's, that's digital marketing in a nutshell. And you do this through multiple channels. You can do this by making people relevant on search. You can do this through display ads up on Google's network. You can utilize the Google search network. You can utilize social media like Facebook and Instagram. Not too sure how good LinkedIn is at this yet. <laughs> up YouTube, right? Is another, is another channel that you guys can tap. So these are just examples of the things that, that we do in digital marketing. Now, the question is, is there a high demand? So let's let's listen to, to some stats, right? So the the estimate is that up until 2028, uh, the digital marketing industry will will have a compounded growth of about 32.1 percent. Pretty huge. Like I think that's larger than than most industries. And then the the other thing to take to, to take note of is that the U, the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics digital marketing jobs are projected to grow 10 percent year on year on year from 2021 all the way to 2031. This is uh, faster than the average growth rate for most occupations. LinkedIn says that digital marketing is also one of those top skills to learn in 2023 to boost your career, like just savviness in terms of. I think we used to say. On resumes, we used to say like internet savvy. Today, we don't say that anymore, right? Uh, because I think millennials are, you know, they live on the internet. Gen Z specifically, they live on the, these guys don't go online. <laughs> they live online, right? So there are a lot more people online and, and therefore the need to attract attention, grow an audience, build a customer base is all going online. The term digital marketing specialist is one of the top 10 most in-demand search roles searched for in, in LinkedIn. Uh, and some of the most searched for specializations or roles tend to be SEO specialists, social media managers, community managers, content strategists, data analysts, analytics specialists, and more. So in the Philippines alone, if you if you went to Glassdoor, you will find 4,300 listings for digital marketing and digital marketing-related jobs. If you go to Indeed, you're going to find 6,100, closer to 6,200, actually, about 6,195, 6, 6, to be precise, as of last night. So Indeed has about 6,100 uh, job listings for digital marketing jobs in the Philippines. If you go to Job Street without typing in the other specializations, just digital marketing, you're going to find 1,900 job listings. If you go to Caliber, you're going to find 1,300 job listings. Clearly, there is a huge demand in the market. And now the beauty about it is because nobody graduates BS Digital Marketing, BS SEO, BS AdWords Manager, because nobody graduates with these courses with these diplomas from college, it means that whatever background you took, you're able to pivot it 
into a digital marketing career. In my experience, the the, the two most useful ones, the ones that have had a leg up so far, uh, have been, uh, I would say, AB, like writers. People that come from a writing background tend to get a leg up because majority of marketing is content. Uh, and then the other one is computer science because content doesn't matter if it doesn't sit on a channel, right? So just putting it on your website, implementing it on your website, and so on and so forth. So ComSci students and uh, journalism students tend to do really well when it comes to digital marketing. Why choose a career? Aside from the fact that you don't need to graduate BS digital marketing. So A, there's no specific degree required. There is a degree of common sense required, <laughs> but there's no specific degree required. So that's one. Two, you can start on your own. There are a lot of tutorials on YouTube. You can go to Udemy. You can look for resources and study it yourself and see the does it tickle your fancy, right? Like, are you curious enough to try to try to learn this? You can even read on freelancer stories online. You can even read on entrepreneur stories online to find out what their digital marketing journeys were like. Next, there's a huge demand in the market. A huge demand. Whenever I have a vacancy for a social media specialist, that vacancy remains open for three to six months. Right, like, sure, I'm a bit picky as an employer, but three to six months, right? Like, like, that's a long time. That's how hard it is to find really good, really experienced people in the field of digital marketing. I can have uh, an SEO specialist role open for half a year. And, you know, when I say open, I don't mean it's posted in the void of the internet somewhere, right? Like, this thing is promoted, has a budget, we spend for it on Facebook, we spend for it on LinkedIn, we spend for it on, on Indeed. And even with all of the budget making it visible to a potential audience, nada, nada. <laughs> uh, no candidates for like, like no qualified candidates, no hires for like three to six months. Finding the right candidates for these roles are extremely hard. Next, you don't lock yourself in a, in a specific specialization, right? So digital marketing, is not accounting, right? It's not accounting, it's not bookkeeping, which means, you know, if you're in accounting, then you are in receivables or payables or or control or finance, right? Like you're sort of you're sort of locked in in terms of your career. Here, if you come from a content background and you go into SEO, it's easy to convert that into AdWords into an into AdWords management. You just need to learn how to manage the platform and the way the AdWords algorithm works. It is easy to convert that into social media because that is another discipline and another channel you 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 have the ability to tap. So your your organic specialization can be converted to paid media specialization, can be converted to social specialization. So you're not really locked in into one role. And then you can, you can also, by the way, choose to be a very good jack of all trades, a generalist, uh, or you can choose to be a specialist in one specific discipline, one specific channel. So uh, next reason. Uh, aside from the diversity and job opportunities, because you can move from one specialization to another, there's a good salary package. If you know nothing about digital marketing, it's still not unusual to get a starting salary of 25, 28K, right? Like, so, so that's a good, this is for somebody that doesn't know 
anything, right? With the only expectation being in three to five months, you ought to be good enough to be able to execute certain types of campaigns on your own. So the salary package is good. If you're starting out, you're probably looking at a range of 25K, give or take 3K. If you're really good, you're probably looking at six digits in a digital marketing role. So it's got a good salary package. In my, in, in my opinion, it is marriage material, right? Next, digital marketing companies tend to be very progressive. They, te- they tend to be very progressive. Uh, before remote work, I remember for us, remote work had been a thing for the last seven years, mostly with our writers. But remote work had already been a thing for us. We didn't really require 100% of the workforce to all be in the office. Granted, I think that there are some roles that need to be in the office because I believe that serendipity happens in offices. But you never really need 100% of your staff in an office all the time. So that allows you to maximize the square footage of your space, right? Where you might have an office that can fit 40 people comfortably, but you might have a complement of 100 employees. And if you rotate them through the week, then that means A, you're not contributing to traffic. B, your smaller space can accommodate a larger headcount. So remote work has always been an option for digital marketing work. Before remote work was cool, Digital marketing companies had already been doing remote work for years. We were probably ahead of COVID by half a decade. Up next, it's an ever-evolving industry, so it's not for the uncurious, it's not for the faint of heart. Like if if you're if you're the types of guys that like permanence, like the same thing, like the same discipline, like the same role over and over and over again. If if you love routine work, then digital marketing is probably not for you. It, is, it never stays routine for six to 12 months. Every six to 12 months, there is a big change. Facebook changes their algorithm. AdWords changes their algorithm. Uh, the Google search engine changes its algorithm. So it's an ever-evolving industry. So if you thrive on change, if you like a little excitement, if you're great at adapting, might be for you. Uh, and then the last bit is there is a huge... Uh, scope for learning. So if if you pride yourself in having a great learning curve, if you don't want to be stuck in a job where you're doing the same thing over and over again and you just want to get better and better and better and better, better is sort of like the bedrock for what this industry is built on. Uh, because here you get better or you die, right? Like that's that's all there is to it. You you improve, you get better uh, or you die. And, and that's that's all there is to it. Now, given these why digital marketing, let's talk about some of the jobs that you can take, right? So I'll start off with with some of the simpler ones, right? For us, the most entry-level role is called a digital marketing assistant. This is where you get to learn HTML, you get to learn CSS. I know that for Gen Z and for millennials, you guys probably encountered this in school, not in my day. But you you start off as a marketing assistant and a marketing assistant essentially data enters into into digital marketing platforms right like that's that's what you do and that's where we help you figure out do you specialize in organic marketing do you specialize in social media do you specialize in adwords do you specialize in paid display ads uh but you grow your specialization from this foundational baseline another foundational role that you might take is being a content writer. And, and when you're a content writer, the, the difference between this role and writing for a publication is you're not writing articles. 
you are creating content that satisfies a motivation, right? So if if it is if it is content for social media, then you need to understand the people that follow you, your audience on social media, what stage of the funnel are they in? Are they in the preference or consideration phase? Therefore, you need to make highly emotional content for them. If you are in search, are you creating informational content, transactional content, commercial content, branded content? What kind of content are you producing? So you're not really producing 500-word articles, 700-word articles. You are creating content that satisfies a motivation. So this is for the content writer. Or you might be a content strategist. And a content strategist is essentially a couple of legs up from a writer. And your job is to find out what is the brand, who does it talk to, what problem do they solve uh, for, their, for their target customers. And then you, you create a schedule of content. You create a plan that, that sort of says, because you're talking to audience A, the messaging we have in mind for the next four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks is A, B, C, D, E. This makes the brand relevant for these keywords. These are the channels where we intend to publish it at. And these are the channels that where we will promote them in, right? So this is what a content strategist does. Uh, another entry-level role is a graphic designer. Before you become a web designer, you start off as a graphic designer. And a graphic designer is a person that creates elements that the web designer implements throughout the entire layout of the site, right? So... So graphic designer is an entry-level role. It progresses to a web designer. And we expect our web designers to not just be artists. We expect them to know front-end code, right? So lucky for you, if you're a millennial or a Gen Z, you then, you know, easy-peasy transition for you. But uh, a web developer, a web designer is somebody that we expect will create designs that solve a functional problem for a brand or a business. Next, let's talk about the social media manager or the community manager or the social media specialist. These are people that, that specialize in creating content to be consumed in a social media channel and are great at optimizing not just the budgets, but the audiences that see the content. So social media managers are people that create messaging, not just ads, so I, I don't like to call them all ads because some, some content is really messaging. But these are people that create disciplined messaging around your brand and your value proposition and your audience's stories. Uh, and their job is to make sure that they're always chiseling in, getting you the best bang for your buck and getting the right eyeballs to look at your content. So that's what a social media specialist is. And then, of course, growing your audience base. So that's what a social media specialist is. Um, for the really advanced ones, these are the people that are good at getting you leads coming from social media channels, right? So those are social media managers, community managers. Uh, the next one are uh, SEM specialists or paid media managers or PPC specialists. These are people that are experts at managing the Google ad platform, right? So you're talking the Google search network, the Google display network, YouTube, up the app network, if appropriate, but most of the time, really mostly those three. And what these guys are good at is creating ads that compel a person to action. Um, and this is, this is where it drastically differs from SEO. SEO is about casting a wide net 
so you can capture as many motivated audiences as you can over to your website, which is ultimately your platform. But for AdWords, because you're paying for the audience, you want to pay the least amount for the best customer. Right. And this is what they're always striving for. And depending on what your goals are, they will recommend the display network. They'll recommend the, the search network or they'll recommend YouTube based off of what the brand's goals are. Uh, uh, another role is, or I would say two of the more senior roles would be, uh, the digital marketing strategist and the digital marketing manager. For us, these are, these are two different things. Uh, and a digital marketing manager usually exists in a brand, not, not usually so much with an agency. A digital marketing strategist will usually exist with an agency because the strategist's job is to make sure that the, the SEO, the AdWords campaign, the social media campaign, even the website, all align with the identity of the brand, the motivation of the customers, and the value proposition, the problem they're trying to solve. And so the, con the, the digital marketing strategist decides what kind of content to produce, when to release it, what channels to release it to. The digital marketing manager is usually a person that sits in a brand and holds vendors accountable. This is the person that knows to understand top-level metrics like impressions and brand searches and traffic. Uh, and engagement, and acquisition, and sales, and return visits, and cross-sells, um, and cart recoveries, right? So the digital marketing manager is, is the, the strategist usually sits in an agency. The digital marketing manager usually sits in a brand. And for the last two jobs, these jobs never pay less than six digits, right? So if you want to get married, maybe you should give yourself like a five, eight-year goal to get to that job title. That's a job title that'll give you six digits, which is enough to have kids or so I hear. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I have dogs. Okay, so let's talk about what skills would be relevant if you wanted to play this game. One of the skills that I've always found useful, uh, and you know, luckily, I, I think I have a talent for it, I wouldn't say I'm skilled at it. I would say I have a, I have a talent for it, is writing. Uh, because 80% of marketing is content. 80% of marketing is content. And so this matters, right? Your ability to create content, not your ability to stuff keywords inside an article. Like anybody can do that. But your ability to create content that compels somebody to action, your ability to communicate a value proposition to an audience, your ability to, to move somebody to a logical action for a product, a service, or a brand. Up uh, Next, if you hated math, tough. <laughs> You're going to need to learn to love it because analytics and, and data uh, are, are sort of like the, they're, they're the heart and soul of, of digital marketing. One of the things that I used to tell people uh, when they ask me why I got into digital marketing you know, and why not the softer forms of marketing? Why not brand activations? Why not out-of-home ads? Why not display ads? Why not TVCs? And for me, it, it, it was simple. Aside from the fact that, you know, I come from a background in web, with digital marketing, you can see the customer journey from start to finish in data points. It's not, these are not, oh, I feel the campaign did well, right? 
the campaign objectively did well or objectively did not do well. The campaign objectively succeeded or objectively failed. When we run marketing campaigns, I like that sense of black and white. And I, I like the ability to take a look at the data point and adjust the strategy so that the, so that the goals of the business can be, can be achieved. Right. So if you didn't like math or if math didn't like you, you better start dating it. You're going to need it for digital marketing. You don't need to be a master at it, but you're going to need to learn to appreciate it. Uh, next technical skill. Front-end coding, HTML and CSS specifically. You need to learn this. Uh, JavaScript is a great plus-plus. But if you're going to be serious about, if you are creating ads for social media, if you are creating landing pages for your ads, if you are optimizing websites for, for SEO, the best feeling in the world is the ability to execute your campaign from start to finish without saying, oh, I'm helpless, I don't have a dev, <laughs> right? There are a lot of tools, by the way, that, that make this so common sense to execute, right? Like you could not know anything about HTML and CSS, but if you were familiar with, let's say, HubSpot, you could build landing pages just like that. You could not know anything about HTML and CSS, and you could build beautiful newsletters on, on CRMs just like that. Right, so I would say front-end coding absolutely essential. Uh, you don't have to be uh, AB advertising or BS advertising. You don't have to take up advertising arts to to get into this field. But an appreciation for the concepts of advertising really does help. Um, one of the things that I that I used to tell people that that I that I work with, I, I used to have a boss. I started in, as a graphic designer. Uh, and I had a boss that could not draw a stick person to save his life. Like he could not draw a stick person to save his life. But this guy created the most beautiful layouts. Like when he, when he put web pages together, it just made sense. And it, it, they, they were gorgeous to look at. They were, they were always gorgeous to look at. And so I, you know, I always wondered, how could a guy that could not draw a stick figure to save his life come up with layouts that are like this? And he says, oh, no, that's because I'm not, a, I'm not an artist. I took up VizCom, visual communication. And he just says, I just follow a couple of core principles when it comes to putting things together, right? I just try to visually communicate what a brand wants to say and what a customer wants to see. To me, I thought that was like, that was amazing. Like that was just, that's, that's one of those broken glass moments for me. Uh, so HTML and CSS, um, some visual communication or some basics in design. Like if you see great design, you need to know great design when you see it. Um, and you need to know, you need to be able to recognize bad design when you see it, right? You need to be able to take a look at a piece of design and say, yes, that solves a problem or no, that doesn't solve a problem. So this is an, an essential skill. Another thing that you might want to get exposed to are tools. Right? You will get exposed to a lot of tools. You will get exposed to scheduling tools, analytics tools, design tools, uh, desktop publishing tools, so uh, email automation tools, uh, CRMs. You'll get exposed to a lot of tools. So your learning curve for learning something new has to be there. Right, And again, you don't graduate from college with a degree in openness to learn, right? But you do have to have a quality for an openness to learning if you're going to succeed in this in this industry. And so with that, 
those are those are probably going to be the skills you need to develop on the side on the side some of the things that are always helpful to have the reason digital marketers have jobs is because brands have problems and your ability to solve those problems is is what makes you valuable right your ability to translate a brand's abstract problem into a concrete gap into a concrete metric that you that you can hit or miss is why you will get paid so your ability for analysis and problem solving are super critical like regardless of your job level you could you could start off as a marketing assistant or a writer it doesn't matter the problem solving begins on day 1 two because the industry changes a lot adaptability and flexibility matter a lot uh, you cannot be you cannot be fixed in your ways because if you are this is probably not the industry for you right curiosity is what will determine whether this job is enjoyable for you or not if you are a genuinely curious person you're going to love it you're going to love it from day one. you will never stop loving it uh and then of course communication uh i think one of the biggest sins digital marketers have is and i think marketers like specifically like to communicate in jargon and one of the most one of the most useful tools that you need to develop is accessibility you need to be able to explain the concepts you're working on the activities you're working on in a way a fourth grader can understand right your ability to dumb down to water down the content to make it accessible to everybody that listens to you is a very valuable skill enough i think to enough i think to differentiate you from everybody that you compete with in the market okay so hopefully with that i covered all of the ground that that was needed in order for you to figure out you know is digital marketing for you is this exciting in a later episode we're probably going to talk about in a, in a previous episode we already talked about you know agency versus brand uh but i think that's worth exploring more like when is it time to take the next step for your digital marketing career but until that conversation i want to thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to this episode of the true logic dx podcast i want to thank our friends at pod machine for powering the podcast and for those of you that continue to listen to these conversations thank you very much we we uber appreciate it give us a shout out on social media if you can if you aren't following us yet please do and we are on facebook linkedin and youtube if there is anybody you want us to talk to a topic you want us to explore reach out to us there we listen thank you very much and uh see you on the next episode cheers thanks for tuning in to the true logic dx podcast an audio production show for people who want to take their digital marketing game to the next level True Logic DX is powered by Pod Machine. If you enjoyed today's episode, follow at True Logic on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Check out our website at www.truelogic.com.ph for more information on digital marketing. And make sure to catch our upcoming episodes on your favorite podcast network. Until next time, 